Hello and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers to a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us. Nailed it. Quote, you interrupted me. Sorry. I was so proud of you. I know, and I even bummed my funny bone. Kaylin. I love how you avoided eye contact with me the whole time, too. Because I have a funny bone. This is so funny. In a new recording studio. Um, Yeah, today we are going to talk about failure. We have been pretty, you know, we talked about dreams and shit. Mm-hmm. and sometimes when you hear all of that you're like well why can't I or like well that's not how I see it well my friends we have failed many of time we have felt defeated we have had setbacks so that's where we are today yeah. I'm gonna talk about that and dive into that <laughs> do you need to walk it off no I'm good I'm brave I'm strong that's what I tell myself so, Kaylin, mm-hmm. let's just, I'm going to, we're going to dive right in with you. Okay. Bring okay. It. How do you feel about that? Because yeah. I feel like you're in a space right now that you can really talk about feeling defeated. Mm-hmm. My whole and... life's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that's how you feel when you feel defeated. What <laughs> is my purpose? Yeah. So let's, let's start with. What has transpired recently with you? So um, I feel like I've been on this friggin' roller coaster of everything. Um, this year has brought a whole lot of, um, I mean, the first month started off with a high, like take doing a photo shoot with you and some badass women. Loved it. And then it just like nosedived from there. And then we started a podcast and I'm like, whoa, this is it. This is awesome. Rocking and rolling. And then I announced my retreat in May and I'm like, yeah, this is so amazing. And then I did something super vulnerable and brave. And I asked people uh, for sponsorship, which is like, no, thank you. I just don't ask people to help me or um any of that kind of stuff and it felt extremely awkward and vulnerable but I got some spots sponsored and I was like rocking and rolling feeling good and then uh, the venue that I was going to rent uh double booked that weekend and there was some miscommunication and um then we got that sorted out thank god we got it sorted out now and not in may but long story short uh the solution was that both parties could be there at the same time however the other party is 50 youth (laughs) and why is that an issue well um all of my marketing is like come and put the world away for the weekend you know i really want to really want to help moms especially but I mean you don't have to be a mom to come to any of my retreats I'm not a mom (laughs) um to recharge and take a break from their children so I explained to the guy that that would not be happening because I can't expect women to come and hang out with 50 kids when they're trying to escape their own (laughs) so 
sharing a mess hall with 50 kids. Yeah. So, um, I, yeah, this literally all just kind of transpired and, um, I reached out to another venue and I just gave it to the universe. I said, okay, like if this is meant to be, let it be. And if it is not, then I guess I just surrender. And so I reached out to that venue and they're like, we're booked up. And I'm like, okay. And that letting go in that surrendering part um, has caused some tears because I want it so bad. Um, I've had three retreats now. It is exactly what I put, was put on this earth to do. I feel, I just, it's such a, I don't know. It's a feel, it's, I don't know what, it just feels right. Um, I feel all of the emotions at once and it's like one of those like pinch me moments. Um, yeah, it, I just, I feel amazing when I'm hosting retreats. When I'm there, sometimes leading up, I'm like, Oof, duh, this is a lot, yeah. but, um, uh, so yeah, lots of tears and lots of letting go, but at the end of the day, we're not in control and that is extremely frustrating to me. And I had a beautiful conversation with my friend Alicia because I was feeling extremely defeated and I just, I called her cause she gets it. She's in business and, um, I don't know. It kind of seems like we're always at the same place in our journey and we just take turns uh, feeling defeated and feeling like failures. So Mm -hmm. it works out good. When she's feeling defeated, I'm riding a high and vice versa. Um, But anyways, so I, I complained to her about everything that was not going my way in my personal life and my business life and everything. And it just feels like every door is being slammed in my face and I just don't get it. And it was like a huge, like poor me pity party that she brought champagne to. Thank you, Alicia. And then, um, I started to realize what was coming my way. So I had said everything, like I just got a promotion at work, like my nine to four job. And then, um, you know, I just created this course for my job too. And they keep on wanting me to take it places and like outside of our community. And, you know, when I was listing all of these things, but I'm like, oh, I just don't know. And then I'm like, you know, and then there's, there's Mel and we're, we're doing the movement, we're doing the podcast and, you know, it feels right. And she's like, the universe is showing you what you need to be doing right now. Just do it. Right. <laughs> but I don't want to do the easy things sometimes. I just want to have a friggin' retreat and do other things. And, you know, at the end of the day, you can't do it all. And you know, sorry, I, I think to, um, a lot of times when it feels easy, mm-hmm. it, it, there's no, like, for some reason we have trained our brain that if it's hard and we don't sleep and we work like that, that's it right there. But it's mm-hmm. like, sometimes if you take a step back and like the easy things are sometimes the right way to go. Totally. Right. <clears throat> and After that conversation with Alicia, I really just came to my mind and I finally said this out loud. It just made sense in my head. I just said, I made triple R coaching three years ago. 
I'm not the same person that I was three years ago. And I'm finding some resistance with even posting and being present on social media right now. I just, I've been like tearing apart my website. I've just, it doesn't feel like me right Mm -hmm. now. And I think that there's going to be a whole shift in that. But for right now, I need to hit pause. And that makes me feel like I am putting my dreams on hold and giving up on my dreams. Right. Where, in fact, I think there's some things that I need to learn and go through and grow through to show up as show up as me always and also be able to get that message across. I think there's a little bit of a block right now and there's some things that I need to do to do that. Anyways, long story short, as soon as I let go of this, my friend Mel (laughs) calls me and she's like, we got a solution, girl. We're going to figure this out. And I'm like, okay. And so I'm here to say, if you have to try extremely hard and fight you might just be going the wrong direction. And sometimes we just have to turn around in that stream of life and go with the flow, as cheesy as that sounds. And like, if I was listening to this, I'd be like, oh my God, next. (laughs) Because I am, I'm, I've always fought so freaking hard for everything that I've wanted and I want it now. And I don't think that's a bad thing, but you also have to learn how to surrender too and be patient. Uh, Alicia, she really pointed that out. She said, you know, um, you're not very patient. (laughs) (laughs) Truer words have never been spoken. (laughs) Yeah. So learning. Here I am learning, growing, hopefully evolving, doing some things. What I mean, you fell on your ass. I mean, and but you learned what you'll do next time. Right. It's not fail like it's only failure if you don't learn. And again, we've all heard that saying, but truly, it is only failure if you do not learn something from it. Yeah. And you take that with you into your next endeavor. Mm-hmm. And it could be as simple as, like we were saying, an email thread, right? Just to have the whatever context there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I think, you know, there's, there's this part of me that is just so sad because I truly, my heart is in those retreats. Um, But then the other part of me is just like, I feel like I'm letting people down and I know that I'm not. And I know that by protecting my peace and trusting the universe and trusting this process and not forcing things that are not meant to be, I will give the world the best of me um I thought it's hard (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know yeah going with the flow and trusting the greater powers that be can be really trying because we are we're geared for that people pleasing right if I don't do this I'm letting people down They won't go to your retreat in May. They'll come to your one next year or they'll come to the one in May that we end up hosting. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. And you know what? I think that they, that I'm supposed to learn in all of this 
like every door that closes is the avenues I'm trying to do by myself. So mm-hmm. I think I am being forced to learn how to work with others and how to trust and Mel and I work amazingly together and I think that this is I don't think I know that this is going to fall into place exactly as it needs to be Mm -hmm. and I think I just need to stop being stubborn and let it happen it's scary though it is very scary to go in a partnership with someone whatever that partnership is because Mm -hmm. you do risk getting hurt Mm -hmm. right and I mean you enter relationships with the best intentions, usually. But again, you both do change over time. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to weigh the odds. And I think we are magic. So I'm willing to jump in. And if you break my heart, I'll hunt you down because I know where you live. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll stick Avery on you. <laughs> I'll just bring her in. Fill her with some love. <laughs> um okay so but honestly in saying all of the smell like it just feels very different like with you and I because I think I keep saying I think like I know these things um right now in this season of our lives we have very similar missions and um ideas and visions and goals and dreams and we both show up authentically us and I'm not hiding anything from you and I don't think you're hiding anything from me and what we want is the greater good of for all and if that looks different for you than me in even a month I think we can have that conversation and have that communication between us um just because that's the stage that we're at you Mm -hmm. know in our in our friendship and in our life that we're mature enough to communicate so I am balls to the walls let's do it like I am two feet in trust fall in shout out pink (laughs) (laughs) you and me (laughs) yeah and if we fail well we'll just do another I mean but how can you fail a podcast really if no one listens to you we're like whatever we're still just doing what we probably normally would do talk to one another via zoom (laughs) yeah with our microphones actually really we've just taken our snapchats onto a platform it's true yeah <laughs> look out high rollers word but anyways long story short um ooh, what's that book called the surrender experiment you read it no i have not this sounds oh. like something I would enjoy. You know, I think I read it a little too early on my journey and I should uh, reread it. Um, my friend gave it to me. <laughs> your, your mic's a little muffled. Oh, sorry. You're falling into my cleavage. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Saucy. Um, yeah. So my friend gave it to me. And I'm like, oh, shocker. Surrender experiment. Probably need that. Um, so yeah, it's called The Surrender Experiment, and um, it's by Michael Allen Singer, mm-hmm. and it is basically about this man who says yes to, like, he surrenders to everything that comes to his, 
into his awareness. And so he does all of these super random jobs, but it gets him the skills for what his life purpose actually is. Mm. And it's, um, it's pretty cool. So That's interesting. I kind of last year, 2022, what, right? Yeah. 2022. My motto was say yes to things. If I was presented, like Shauna asked me, do you play hockey? I'm like, no, she's like, do you want to play ball hockey? Yeah. It's so much fun. And I love Snapchatting my bruises to Kaylin after. <laughs> yeah, they're epic. But you do like, it's very hard um, as a recovering perfectionist to not know what to expect. But in the last year, some amazing things have unfolded. And I have really tested myself and pushed myself to just what will be, will be. The movement, I am not in any rush. I wasn't, well, I mean, like we've discussed before, I'm just starting it to keep community. Then I got asked to go to retreat. I was like, that sounds fun. And then another, oh, that sounds cool. And then I was forced to take on leaders. No, I'm joking. (laughs) What? I'm joking. (laughs) She she was bullied into it. (laughs) But And it's just, it will all unfold as it should. I'm not pressuring myself to do anything. Um, I haven't really hit a failure moment yet. So also my recovering perfectionist is slightly like getting ready for a blow, which I'm trying to tell myself, you can't prevent any of what will happen. Like it will happen. What will be, will be. So just Mm -hmm. go with it. And when it you're presented with it, then you deal with it because failure will, will come. It will come. Mm And honestly, Mel, um, from the sidelines here, watching you <laughs> balance all of, the, all of the balls that you do, um, I don't think you've had a failure moment, but I think that there's been moments of like, ooh, I don't know how this is all going to work out. And it mm-hmm. feels like a lot right now. Yes, I've said many times, and this is how I know what I'm doing is right. And this is how I've been gauging and what I'm, am, what I doing, like, is it right? Or am I forcing it? If I am overwhelmed and I've said to you before, but I'm not anxious, I'm not angry. I don't get those butterflies. I know it's a good overwhelm for me. If I'm angry, there's butterflies. I'm anxious. I know I'm forcing something and nothing with the movement has given me that it's all been good overwhelm. And that's just been my guiding little force right now. Just really tuning into my body and my mind and my soul and lying still, which is so freaking hard, but it's a must people (laughs) and just tuning in. Like, how am I really feeling with all of this? And, but yeah, there has been moments of what am I doing? How am I doing this? You've had to remind me a few times, please remember like how many balls you are juggling right now. Um, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. failure, not, but overwhelm. Yes. I felt for sure. Yeah. And I think that that's where my lesson needs to come is because I just push myself too hard to, and then I get in that overwhelmness and I'm like, that's it. I'm just going to quit everything. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, guess what? That's not the solution here. And you know, well, I used to be like that. I think the ki- when the kids entered was when I, re- because I can't I can't. You are but one person. I am. I am but one person. 
Uh, we have to do that. That'll be a motherhood chant. Uh, I can't crater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could, but I have three little humans that rely on me. And if I break down, they follow me. So I feel that's where I've had to really tune in and that it's taken me a long time. I mean, eight rail will be eight this year, but to really understand like, Oh, okay. You really need to pay attention to yourself, Melanie. You really need to listen to yourself because if you break down, you're like, I keep the ship afloat. I think Ryan would agree. Maybe not. I don't know. (laughs) Right. But and um, I mean, Ryan has also throughout the years, like he's always said, you take one thing off your plate to only put another thing back on because I like a full plate. I don't feel I, I have placed a lot of worth in my busyness. If I am not productive, I am not worthy. And that is where I am. I'm like slowly moving away from that. I am worthy. Even if I rest, I am worthy. If I have a day where I just get to do nothing, I'm still a worthy human being. So get out your pens and pieces of paper, ladies and gents, and write that down. (laughs) Yeah. You, yeah, you were worthy. You don't have to be busy all the time. We pride ourselves so much in this society on, oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, busy running here, running there. Oh, there. How do you have time for this? Mm-hmm. That's not, you don't get extra medals for doing any of that. You don't mm-hmm. get extra medals if you're running your kids to hockey and soccer and baseball and karate and X, Y, Z. And then you've got your side hustle and you're running home. Like there's no extra medals for that. No. I think you're pretty cool if you just sit on your couch and watch TV one day because you deserve to just kick your feet up. And I also find it hard being shifting from a stay-at-home mom to a stay-at-home mom from working full-time outside the house because people say, oh, it must be nice. You get to stay home. Mm. Right. And then, so when you find that moment where you're like, I'm tired, I just want to sit down and watch a show. You're instantly like, you come back to the like, well, well, Ryan doesn't get to sit down and watch a show. Like watch the damn show. You're still an amazing mom and wife and friend. Mm-hmm. Take a beat. And, yeah. And I like that. Like, yeah, we, we wear busy as a badge of honor, but really all that busy gets you is disease. Like it really does. hundred percent. When you do not take moments to get your nervous system into rest and digest, whatever that looks like for you, um, it doesn't have time to heal and uh, turn your stomach back on and let go of that brain fog. Um, There is so much science behind this. And if you are in constant fight, flight, freeze, and the new one is fawn, um, you just, you don't got your body can't keep up with all of that extra cortisol and those stress hormones and all of the things. And and eventually you manifest disease. So basically take a beat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You will break. I mean, I've been there. Yes, me too. I, and I've talked about, uh, 
becoming more in tune with your being, with your body, your mind, and soul, you start to realize how dysregulated you were Mm -hmm. in different situations. And sometimes you don't know when you're in it. You think you're coping well, Mm -hmm. right? But then you're removed from it and you're like, holy, I was running on absolute like E, even though I thought I had my shit together. Right. And seasons vary. They, but the main thing is being able to tap in and tell yourself like, oh, yep, I need to take a beat and breathe or do what fills you because there's so many things you can do. And we're so individual that what works for me might not work for you. And that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I had a really interesting guest on Unfiltered Coffee two weekends ago. And um, uh, she did not say these exact words because I don't remember exactly what she said. But basically, she had a very, very traumatic childhood, which I'm sure a lot of us can relate to. And, um, And so usually with trauma comes addiction. So then she went into this like alcoholic addiction. Uh, was addicted to alcohol till she was 18. And then she realized she can't do that anymore. And then she ended up with a social worker that um, prided her, like pride. What is, is that a word? Prided her? No, no, pra- <laughs> it's praised. Praise Kaylin's the word you're searching for. <laughs> we could go with prided. She prided her. Okay. <laughs> She's laughing so hard right now. We cannot hear you laughing. That's how hard. <laughs> wow, my brain just short-circuited. She praised her. Wow. Okay. Um, I think that should be a word, though. Prided. <laughs> she, she prided her. She prided her. Uh, she praised her um, when she was working hard. So then actually what her trauma turned into is an addiction of uh, productivity. I'm like, ooh, ding, 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 ding. Me too, girl. Um, Because that when you are productive, that is acceptable in society. Mm -hmm. When you're addicted to drugs, alcohol, sex, or any of those things, that comes with a lot of shame. But if I can be a high-performing person, that's good. But what ended up happening is she ended up with cancer because she was so dysregulated and so full speed ahead that her body never had time to rest and digest. Mm -hmm. But now she has a beautiful balance in her life and she's, she's doing great. But anyways, I thought that that was so interesting is like, yeah, this addiction to uh, productivity and we know those workaholics and, and that is a, that is a way to deal with shit but it's not a healthy way it's an avoidance style so mm-hmm. i think that's interesting something i'm trying to work through for sure i think i've always just been striving for the approval of others and uh, productivity is some way that you can get it and um no more yeah i just mine is i still struggle and i'm working on it but if you would have asked me six years ago, if I would have been a full-time stay-at-home mom, I would have laughed in your face and said, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, but it happened and I love it. 
but I also dread it some days, right? And just so you know, that doesn't make you a bad mom. If you dread it some days, it makes you human. But anywho, uh, and yeah, I just still, I struggle with like, ah, it's so hard for me not to do anything in the house because I feel that is my, like, that's my job. Right. And so like when Ryan walks in and like, if the laundry's not done, like my body's just like, right. Does he care? Absolutely not. If he does, he hasn't voiced it. So good for him. I don't know. <laughs> like I gotta, it's just really hard. Um, to let go of that productivity piece for me right now as a stay-at-home mom. I'm really like, I have no problem with the movement. Like I was able to just tuck it away for the weekend. That thing, like that doesn't bother. It's just that stay-at-home. I always, cause I'm always in my place of work. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm always in my place of work and I have a hard time. And I love it that like when Ryan goes to work, this really segued from failure, but anyways, uh, when Ryan goes to work, he's at work and I'm doing my job. But when he walks through that door, we become a team. My job ends, his job ends. Now we're team. Mm. And I still struggle. <clears throat> and maybe not everyone sees it that way. But I do truly believe that like when Ryan is at work, I am too. We are a team. And this is what we're doing. And when he walks through that door, we are now the team. Right. And then if I exit to go to work now, well, he's right. But there's no greater or lesser human in that team. There's no, but he's job who's greater or lesser. We are a team and I struggle to let that sink in some days. And I just keep going, 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 going. And I have heart problems and I probably, right come on, Mm -hmm. take a breather, which again, I'm getting better at. Yeah. But, uh, for those of you who are like, when the hell am I supposed to take a breather and rest and digest? I have three kids running around in a house. And when you tune into yourself and when you find that place, it's easy. It, it, it becomes easier to know what your body needs and what your body craves. Mm -hmm. There's no one path for anyone. And sometimes that does mean not doing the dishes when your kid, you drop your kids off at school and you sit and enjoy a cup of coffee for 45 minutes on your couch and watch love is blind, you know, scandalous. (laughs) Um, No, I love that Mel, honestly, uh, the team thing that really hit me and what your team looks like will definitely look different than what my team looks like and what my partner is good at. And, you know, it's just, it's very unique and that's awesome. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, rest and digest and how it looks different for everyone. Um, so I'm kind of like an all or nothing person. So what I find is, um, I go super hard for as long as I can and then I do absolutely nothing and then just binge all the Netflix forever and then I go back on and it's just kind of these cycles and so I used to always view that as like bad and burnout that must be burnout and I think it really was for the longest time 
But then I got this period tracker app. So I work with my cycle, um, which is so cool because when our bodies are are shedding I don't know, our uterus and all like our lining and you're the nurse, I'm not. <laughs> when it's doing its thing and it needs more energy, you know. We pride it. No, you're, it's priding you. <laughs> oh my god. Never going to live this down. Um then I need to I need to rest more and that's okay. And then I got this like one week of the month where I just feel on yep. top of the freaking world and the amount of things I get done and checked off my list and feel so good I do like four times of the amount of work in that one week than I do in the entire month but you know what happens is it flows and it evens itself out and I trust my body and yes I have an app because it I almost needed that permission at first and now I just trust my body and I tune into my body first and then I look at my app I'm like huh interesting like I am so in tune with my body that I know when yeah we're we're doing it we're working in this flow and uh what'd you say it's flow state yeah flow state and then um and then I know when to rest too so I think just allow yourself to trust your body and rest could look like Netflix it could look like five extra seconds in the car doing some deep breathing. It could look like actually gargling and singing activates your vagus nerve. It turns it on and helps you regulate. So it literally gargling in the morning. Like if that makes you feel like you can breathe and a little bit of weight comes off your shoulder, cool, do that. Like it doesn't have to be extravagant. That was a little bit of a tangent. Coming back, here we go. No, but segueing back though to failure is you learned from what like you perceived as failure or whatever you went and took and you learned from it. And now you have actually found tangible things like an app with your cycle and like really revamped what and you do. Mm-hmm. And would have you done that if everything would have flowed nicely? Mm-hmm. No. Uh, just to let you know, the period app is called MyFlow. You do have to pay $2 for it. Best $2 I've ever spent. And then a free one, if you don't want to do that one, is called Stardust. But that one shows your cycle with the moon cycle. And that's pretty cool, too. So I, I use both. <laughs> oh, I hate my period, so I don't use anything because I hate it. <laughs> it's a rough one. Oh, I don't know. I'm just over it. <laughs> it's getting old it's getting old (laughs) i love my period i'm like (laughs) thank goodness yeah true (laughs) i guess well another month another month yep (laughs) we could just do a whole episode on periods we could we will i've tried so many different products yeah yeah really haven't found one i don't know anyone want to come talk about periods with us let us know yeah no but yeah getting back to failure failure is inevitable Mm -hmm. in life like you will never avoid it so stop going through life thinking you're never going to fail because my friend you are 
You are one day going to fall flat on your ass. That's cool. What you do from that point is what defines that moment. Are you going to stay on your butt and just let the heaviness crush you? Are you going to take that moment, have the pity party because you are entitled to that? And then are you going to rise and learn from it and grow from it and with it, right? If the movement fails, the movement fails, but something will come out of it. Mm -hmm. I know that. Is it going to suck if it fails? Yeah. Will I cry? Most likely because I cry at like anything. So, but I will rise. I know that. Yeah. And yeah. And it's an important part of our journey and, Mm -hmm. and what we'll learn from it. It doesn't, it, it will be what it will be. Mm -hmm. Um, I was on the old Facebook the other day and I read this thing where this father asked his daughter every single day when she came home from school, how did you fail today? Mm -hmm. Wow. I love that because when we really normalize failure, it's like, okay, so you tried something new today and what did you learn from that? And how will you do it differently? Like, yeah, failure is not a bad thing. No. And failure can look different for so many people. Like when I quit nursing, I felt like a failure for a little bit Mm -hmm. because I went to school and then I was done. It wasn't a failure. That was a a life transit, like, right. That was a life transition. But to me, like I failed. Same with me when I quit the school. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, you went from, you know, when you meet people and they're like, whoa, well, what do you do? Because that way they can grade you and put you in a worthy category. Mm -hmm. Right. So then I'm like, um, well, uh, I used to be an educational assistant, but now I sell clothes for a living. Like I, I'm like, like a retail therapy kind of person. And I always had to start with that. Well, I used to, like, I did have a career. I did go to school. I am worthy. And then I was like, why are you saying this? And then I'm like, yeah, I work at a clothing store. And they're like, oh, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty epic. That sounded riveting the way you said it. Yeah, it's pretty epic. <laughs> so much fun. I do big things. <laughs> but it's those, funny. Sorry. Those, those clothes don't tag themselves. <laughs> Twenty-five forty-nine. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Come again. <laughs> uh, it's too. It's funny when people would ask, like, "Oh, what do you do?" And I used to be like. I'm a stay-at-home mom. Oh, but I used to nurse. And then I dropped that, but I used to nurse because I came to the realization that doesn't make or break me. But when I started the movement, I used to just, oh, I'm a stay-at-home mom. I'm a stay-at-home mom because I didn't want to set my, what if I fail? Mm -hmm. The minute you're out in public, people know. Starting that Instagram page was terrifying because Mm -hmm. people know. 500 and whatever, 60 people know of the movement. Right. And people I encounter now know of the movement. So if it all implodes, a lot of people are going to know that's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Right. Putting yourself out there. We often try to mask um, the pieces of us that are out on a limb because we want to hide our failure. 
when in actuality, our failure can help other people too. Mm-hmm. And failing in solitude is not fun. No. Because no. that's when all those thoughts come in and you have no one to talk to about them. Yep. And the shame eats you alive. Mm-hmm. And I just think about, okay, so triple R coaching, the movement goes down in flames tomorrow. Doesn't matter. The amount of women that we have helped self-heal, like we just by showing up and sharing our gifts, that's pretty freaking magical. Just because we said yes to that little feeling in our souls. And to me, that is worth everything. And even if I get publicly humiliated or shamed or any of the things freaking bring it on because I know those women that have come to me and shared their experience that I was able to provide for them and that will always stay in my heart and it doesn't matter where this goes because I got that mm-hmm. and even yeah. if it's just one person like it's one God. person could have been none yeah and I think a bigger piece like is I found me. Mm-hmm. So even if this all craters, I found me. Yeah. And I'm pretty rad. So I know I'm, shit, I am rad. Mediocre at best. <laughs> <laughs> no. I joke, I joke. <laughs> that a flex? I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> oh God, here we come with the and words I'm, again. Yeah. And I have been put on this earth to share my light and to connect with people and to walk alongside people as they journey through life. And if it's not in the capacity of the movement, that's cool. Cause I know who I am mm-hmm. and the greater powers that be will show me what I'm supposed to do. Those ideas, big magic, it'll happen. Um, so don't be scared of failure, although it is a terrifying thing. Just a little pivot. That's all it is. Did I ask you, when I say the word pivot, how do you feel? It's not one of my texts because in my head it was <laughs> when you messaged me on Saturday. <laughs> I do not remember. No, and then it was probably just in my head. That's okay. <laughs> Where were you going with this? Oh, you said the word pivot. Yeah. I don't know. I just. Like, how do I feel when I hear the word pivot? Well, that's what I asked you, but. (laughs) I I think of friends when they're hauling up the couch. The couch up the stairs. You know that episode? Pivot. Okay. She knows that episode. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little pivot. What do you think of? Never really thought of that. An annoying piece of life. <laughs> no, I think of how frustrated I would be if I had to move a freaking couch with Ross. But <laughs> um, just a sidestep, little sidestep, mm-hmm. just a little maneuver in life to get yourself around an obstacle, a wall. Ooh. There you go. Anyways. I don't know. We need to start timing ourselves. Yeah, I don't. I feel like this one's uh, pretty lengthy. Yeah. All right. So um, thank you for tuning in. And uh, 
Mel, you can, any final thoughts, last words? I think we've summed up. You're going to fail. Get ready. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, we got to figure out how to make this live. Um, yeah, you're going to fail. Be ready to fail. Don't do it alone. You're allowed to have it weigh you down for a little bit, but then rise because you're meant to be here for something, even okay. if you don't know what it is. And even if you thought it was something and then that failed, that's just the greater powers telling you that's not it. Mm-hmm. And the more that you get stuck in there and fight it, oof, the deeper you dig yourself that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we also talked about, I guess, yeah, being productive all the time doesn't make you a hero. So please remember that, friends. Please take time for you. You matter too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your productivity is not attached to your worthiness. No, you have nothing to prove to anyone. So, no, and like people's opinions are not your business, none of your business. So, none of your business. Let them talk. Like, you have literally nothing to prove. So, they want to talk about you, sweet. Let them talk about you. That has zero indication on who you are. I figure if someone wants to talk about me, sweet. And if the person wants to get to know me, I'd love to meet. Like, I, right? Just be you. Yep. People will project. Where are we going? I don't know. We got to end this. Like, now we're just holding our mics like friggin' rock stars. Take you out on a little ditty here, folks. <laughs> no, I don't got a song for you. Anyways, if you any of you have secret talents, let us know because I want to do a hidden talent podcast. She also wants to be on Broadway, so stay tuned yeah, for that. I do. I had a little stint to Sandy. Maybe I'll sing you some songs someday. Ooh. Okay, we are signing off. Mel, take it away. Well, folks, thanks for stripping with us. Until next time, stay naked, stay weird. <laughs> Stay naked. That's amazing. Stay naked, stay weird. That's our new tagline. Okay. Peace out, folks. We love it. Bye.